Hello, friends. Welcome to Level Up with Debbie Neal. I am your host. There is nowhere I would rather be than right here, right now with you. This podcast is all about leveling up in all aspects of our lives. Thank you for being here. I am so grateful. I'm excited to be on this journey with you. Together, we are leveling up. You ready? My incredible Level Up friends, this podcast is brought to you by Upstarter Podcast Network, and all of our shows revolve around positivity, mindset, entrepreneurship, health, and wellness. And if you are looking for more content like that, check out upstarterpods.com and listen to the others in our podcast family. Hello, my friends. Welcome. You know, I really hope that you enjoyed last week's podcast. It was something different. It was prayer affirmations. And so my prayer is that that's something that really spoke to you. And it's something that you can just play over and over and over again and really let it build that self-conscious mind of your worth and changing your energy and just transforming your life. So we're switching gears a bit. And I'm, I'm pretty pumped to talk about this topic. And this is a question slash topic that I'm asked all of the time. How do you deal with mama guilt? Now, I don't just want this to be about mama guilt because you could be listening to this and be like, I'm not a mom. So whether you're a parent, whether you have maybe a significant other, whether you have friends, to build anything worthwhile in life, you're going to be possibly or, or definitely, I shouldn't say possibly, sacrificing time from from somebody, right? Or something. So when you're out building your business, do you feel bad, right? And I want to talk you through guilt. I want to share with you my story, my perspective. I want to give you the inspiration and the reason to turn it around. Everything in our life is a choice. I had a choice. I could feel the guilt of pursuing my passion, the guilt of becoming my best self, or on the flip side, the guilt of not pursuing my passion, the guilt of not becoming my best self. And I want to remind you of something. The more we love ourselves, the more we have the ability to love others. The more we grow, we have the ability to grow others. The more we expand our thinking, the more we teach and show others to do the same. I had a deep burning on fire desire for more in my life. Not only more for me, but for the ones that I love the most. And so I want to start at the beginning, okay? And so before I had children, I was one of those women who thought, and I, and I believe I shared this on past podcasts, but it's relevant here, so we're going to go over it again, okay? So before I had children, I was one of those women who thought, I'm never going to stop working. I want a career. I'm driven. I do not see myself staying at home. In fact, I couldn't even relate to the women that wanted to be home. Like, why wouldn't you want to be a mom and go out and be professional? But here's the thing. That was, pre, that was the pre-personal growth dip. Okay. Who was, who was I to judge? I wasn't a mother yet. And even if I was, what do we learn as, as leaders? We, we don't judge. 
Who was I to judge? And that's another whole episode, right? But on that note, here is what I did learn about judging. When we judge others, we are seeing a mirror reflection of ourselves. Judging comes from an insecurity. It comes from a weakness, which we all have, right? And that's why we, we love that journey of personal growth and, dis- and development because we're working through those things. But anyway, that was my thinking and that was my beliefs until... Okay. Until, until my first baby was born, because this, because this was my belief, right? What didn't I do? I didn't create options for myself. I didn't have choices. This is another reason why I am so passionate about multiple streams of income, creating choices. Things change. Situations change. My life changed. My priorities changed, but I wasn't prepared for change, which left me without options or choices at that time. But again, that's for another podcast, okay? So I had a job. I always believed I would want to work until I loved something or someone more than that particular job. And this became the case. I loved Brooke, my first baby, more than my job. My time away from her just became the most precious commodity on the planet that I wasn't willing to bargain with. So Yet I went back to work because I didn't have the choices. Our house ran on two incomes and my income was necessary in the running of our house. When Brooke was two and then I was pregnant with my second child, Tyler, I decided to walk away from my job. Now that decision came at a moment of emotion. Now I would tell you, never make decisions on emotion, okay? And I I believe I shared this story with you as well, but it's all leading to, to my guilt story here. So bear with me, okay? Looking back now, like this moment was preparing me for my purpose. We're all being led to our significance in this world. And at this time in my life, we sold our first home. We were having our second home built. Our goal was to save as much money, every last dime that I we were earning, we were putting down on this home we were having built. We were living with my parents. So after we sold our home and now we're living with my parents, it even gave us a greater opportunity to save more money. Okay. So I'm at work now. I'm pregnant with my second child. I was given a raise. It was much lower than my vision. I asked for more. I knew in my gut I was worth more. Any of you guys feel that way? Like, you know, right? I knew my worth. So I told my boss that I think I'm worth more. And he said, Deb, I think you're worth millions, but I can't pay you what you're worth. I can only pay you what the position's worth. So It was a very Jerry Maguire moment and I quit. Right then and there, I knew there was something better for me. I had faith and I gave my two weeks notice. Now, mind you, we had five months until our home was ready and the plan, okay, was to save as much money as we could and sometimes our plan isn't God's plan, right? So from that moment, I became a stay-at-home mom. My friends, I was thrilled. This is what I dreamt of from the moment I gave birth to my first child two years prior. I was elated. I was blessed. And I was fully enjoying every single second. Now, I walked away from that income So one of the things I began to do was to babysit to bring in extra money, right? I was already home with my kids. Now I have Tyler, I have Brooke, they're toddlers, boom, bringing in some extra money. But in addition, right, I began to manifest my life. 
I began having this knowing in my heart that there was more. So now let's begin to incorporate the guilt piece, right? Which is really the purpose of this podcast. We're going to go over several times it has appeared in my life when it comes to raising a family and building a professional career or slash business, whatever it is that you do. Guilt began after, guilt began for me, mom guilt, I'm going to call it for me, began after three years of being a stay-at-home mom. I started to feel guilty that I was no longer satisfied with being a stay-at-home mom. And I thought to myself, how could I feel this way? I prayed for this. This was my dream since the moment I held Brooke in my arms. I know that I love my kids more than anything in the world. Why is this not enough? Why am I feeling a void? And I start to feel guilty about that. Was I not as, did I not love my children as much as other women love their children? Like, what was it? I but, but here's the thing. I felt a piece of me had died, right? So do you ever feel guilty that, gosh, so I felt guilt there. But, you know, you hear that thing, you hear when you get on an airplane, you know, when the oxygen masks fall down to put your mask on first and then help your children. I didn't understand that before I had kids, but like, I get it. Or I should say, I didn't get it when I had kids because why wouldn't I save them first? But you're the, your best when you take care of yourself. So I felt a piece of me had died. My fire, my drive, my ambition, my hunger, some of the things that made me, me. I would go to bed with guilt of having these feelings. But here's the thing, life changed for me, right? Now a new form of guilt is going to enter my life. One day in May, back in 2006, God answered the prayers that I was looking for. Somebody shared a business with me that had the power to change everything. The more I learned, the more the fire was lit inside of my soul. I read the compensation plan. I read about the company. I read about the products. And guess what? This mama was in. But then I thought, what about my babies? What will it take to build it to the level that I wanted to build it. See, I wasn't looking for a hobby. And right, as an entrepreneur, we could be looking for all different levels of success. There is no right answer. There's no wrong answer. But I was looking for big. The guilt of what I'd be giving up began to build inside of my heart. Now, with any business that's an, that, that's an effort-based business, results would vary, right? And would have many variables and a few major ones being time and effort, right? So I could probably have built it, putting in a little bit of time and a little bit of effort, right? And in my mind, thinking my priorities were in order. But here is where guilt can show up. This is the point of the podcast that maybe you were looking to hear. When I started my business, my children were young. Brooke was six, Tyler was four, Bailey and Ryan, who are my youngest, they are twins, they were one and a half. There was a burning desire in my heart for more, more money, more time, more fire, more ambition, more drive, more hunger, more connection, more community, more personal development, more goals, more inspiration. But I knew in order to create the life I was dreaming of for my family, it would take some sacrifices. This is where guilt can come in and does come in for so many, Expenses were going up in our household, and I knew it was a matter of time before I had, had to go back to work. And I stress the word had because I wouldn't have had a choice. But here's the thing. Now I had a choice. I could start a business. I could build it from home and my phone. I could make my own hours. I could decide the amount of effort I could put in, or I could wait until I had to go back to work. I switched my mindset from... I have to eventually go back to work too. I get 
to build a business and create choices for me and my family. I knew right then that I was at an infliction point in my life. I could have had the guilt of building it or the guilt of regret. When we know better, we do better. Not only was I sitting up at night thinking about the part of me that I felt was dying, but I was also sitting up at night thinking, how am I going to put four kids through college? What will weddings cost when my babies get married? My gosh, how much will vacations cost for a family of six? These are things that cost money. And you will hear people tell you that money isn't important if you have love. Well, Rita Davenport is an incredible woman that has a has had a great impact on my life. And I once heard her, not say this once, over and over and over again, money isn't everything, but it's right up there with oxygen. Health and happiness is priceless, but doing the things that bring us joy, they cost money. We have one life. I wanted to travel. It was a goal of mine to be able to pay for my children's college. Did I make sacrifices? You bet. But here's the thing. Guess what? I looked my family in the face and I told them, I'm building this for us. This will take effort. This will take time. This is what it has the potential to create, the time, the choices, college, vacation. But here is the thing. When did we stop dreaming as adults? When did we put our dreams in a little box on a shelf? When did we begin to take them out from time to time and think, what if, if only, look at them, smile, feel, feel elated, but then, but then put them back in that box. Stop focusing on them. When did we stop believing that we could create a magical life? When did we go from creating a life to simply just earning an income because there's more in life than just income? I could have told myself a story that was true. College today is really expensive. Most people have to take out loans. Most families simply can't do it. It's the new norm. It's okay. And that is true. It is. But here's the thing. We get to decide if we believe that story. You have a pen. I had a pen. I wanted to rewrite my life. I wanted to write the ending and the story and start the next chapter. I knew I had so much potential in me, right? And please believe me this. This is not coming from a place of judging or ego. This is saying I saw a way and I was willing to grow through the guilt for it. Anything worthwhile takes time, effort, energy, love, sacrifices. There is nothing in this world that is for free. Nothing. I made a decision to exchange time to create time. My results in my business were not typical, but neither was my effort and neither was the time that I invested. Neither was the level of dedication and heart and seriousness that I treated it with. I was on the phone. You guys, people ask me all the time, how many hours were you working? I don't know. I didn't even consider it work because I was so obsessed with what I was doing. That's like saying, how many hours were you parenting? I don't know. Every waking hour, right? So for me, I was on the phone Every minute I was awake, what it felt like sharing my passion, sharing my vision, it consumed me. My children were on board though. I enrolled them. They're my team, right? Communication is everything. Before the age of Zooms and technology that we have today, I was out five to seven nights a week building, probably from around 6 p.m. 
to 10 p.m., but how blessed was I that I was able to be home all day. I spent the days filling up my calendar and the evenings building my business. How blessed was I that I could work my business into my life instead of my life into my job. There were nights that I was not tucking my children in. Yeah, there were. Was there times my head wasn't completely present because I had excitement and momentum of my business flowing through it? Yeah, you guys, there was. I'm not a perfect parent. There's no such thing as perfection. We're looking for progress here, right? We're so hard on ourselves when we're looking for perfection. But the the piece of me knew I'm building this from my babies. Were there times my kids cried at the front door with their faces pressed up against the window as I walked out the door and drove away? Yeah, there was. And you guys, I want to share a story with you. I started my business in May of 2006. And I, and I, and I put a lot of time and a lot of effort in. I still do. I, I love what I do so much. I can't even express it into words. And so my daughter, who was six at the time, Brooke, said to me, mom, can you make me a promise? Can you just promise me, I know you're out building this for us, that on my birthday, November 14th, you will not work. You guys, one of the reasons I do what I do is so I can work my life into my business, not my business into my life. But So I was like, no problem, promise made, we're good. And then her birthday came around, which was six months later, and it ended up to be that I didn't plan the meeting, but somebody planned a big meeting. I was expected to go. I had a team. I was a leader. Things changed. And so I was at a crossroads. Here's where guilt shows up, the guilt of... I looked at my six-year-old and said, I wouldn't work on her birthday. And then the guilt of, but I also looked my child in the face and said, I'm, I'm going to build this to the best of my ability. I'm going to commit. I'm going to become excellent. I'm going to develop myself into a leader. I'm going to be there for other people. And so what do we do? We're a parent. We're a leader. We're building it for them. And so it's all in the delivery, right? I could have sat my daughter down and said, I'm so sorry. I know I made you a promise, but I have to do this. But here's the thing. I didn't have to. I made a choice. I made a choice as an entrepreneur. I I made a choice as a leader. I made a choice as a mom to show my children what living in our word and our commitment looks like. And I sat her down and I said, baby girl, I love you more than anything in this world. You know that you're the reason mommy does what she does, right? So here's the thing. This came up. I didn't plan it, but it's really important that I'm there. So guess what we're doing? We're going to a meeting on your birthday and we're going to have a great night and the meeting's going to be over past your bedtime, but you're going to stay up past your bedtime. We're going to go out for dinner at nine o'clock and we're going to, it's all, it's all in the perspective. And she sat there front row. People loved on her, but she saw success. She saw commitment. She saw team members, right? I would have felt more guilt not showing my baby girl what commitment looks like. I would have felt more guilt showing my baby girl how not to adjust to do what was best for my team. Leadership takes sacrifices. You knew what kept me going, or I knew, I should say, what kept me going, my why, my children, They were my why. My why pushed me through the guilt of going out and building. And I want to switch it up for all of you. If you're a parent and you feel guilt building your business, this is for you. And maybe you're not a parent. Maybe you feel guilt sacrificing time with your boyfriend, with your girlfriend, with your significant other, your friends or family, whatever it is. Okay. I want to turn that around for you today and give you permission and remind you that you're building this 
for everybody around you, even if it's not going to support them financially. When you become the very best you, you become a better friend, a better partner, a better significant other, okay? So I was willing to work through the guilt of building, but I was not, and I am not willing to work through the guilt of these things. I'm going to go over them. What about the guilt of not living in your word? Did you make a declaration to the ones you love? Did you tell them you're doing it? I'm achieving it. I'm going for it. I'm all in. Are you showing them how that is? What does that look like? You know? So, and I remember one story I'm going to share you. It's another Brooke story. Okay. I don't remember how old she was. I want to say she was 10 or 11 and we were in Canada and I just got done giving this this big, big presentation to, I don't even remember how many people, but a lot. And at the end of the, at the end of the meeting, they were lining up and to meet me and take pictures. And it was so humbling and it felt so amazing. And Brooke, you know, was like really into it for like the first hour or so. And then, you know, she was a kid and she's hungry and she was like, so whatever. She was like getting a bit impatient, but my kids are always good. So we leave the venue and she's like, she's giving me this look like, like, like surprise in her face. Cause it was the first time she really started to see the, the influence that this, this was creating. And she said, mom, why were these people waiting in line to speak to you? Why did they want their picture with you? So now all of a sudden, like we, we teach our kids to be humble and we play things down. But then I was like, Brooke, like mom has really created kind of something special and, and big and, you know, and I just kind of now I'm explaining to her and she, she stops cause kids say it the way it is. And she goes, mom, I love you, but really what you did, you're just a mom who did what she said she was going to do. And as much as that time, it felt like a slap in the face. Cause what she was really saying is you're not that special. You lived in your word. But I want to remind you, when you feel guilty, our kids are watching. So in her mind, all I really did was do what I said I was going to do. So who did you put it out to that you were going to build whatever it is you're building? How about this? What about the guilt of not living up to your fullest potential? We all have more in us. We were all made for more. Building anything worthwhile takes effort. It takes setting goals. It takes missing goals. It takes meeting goals. It takes falling. It takes getting back up again. It's a journey and a process. But here's the thing. Your example is everything. Who you become through the journey is everything. When we play small, when we don't play full out, when we don't live up to our potential, we we kind of lose the influence that we have to, ha- to encourage our children or our friends or our family to level up their thinking, their professional career, their activity, whatever it is, right? The guilt of not living up to our fullest potential. What about the guilt of college debt? Now, that might not be a thing for you. We all have different whys. We all have different goals, okay? So I don't want to make this personal, but this was a huge driving factor for me. Is it normal for kids today to graduate with college debt? Yeah, it is. Was it a priority for me to provide a college education for my babies? Yes, it was. Every time I felt guilty for going out and building my business, this was the conversation that I had in my head. Deb, you have a choice. What do you think Tyler, I'm just using Tyler as an example, will appreciate more? 
You looking at him and saying, buddy, I love you so much that I made sure I was home seven nights a week to tuck you in. And when you cried, I never left your side. Or because I was willing to build my business with all that I had and love you so much and make every moment we were together count, I was not always home for every minute, but you now have your college paid for. See, my kids are my why. They are my world. And as a parent, when guilt shows up, we have a choice. Don't make your why your excuse. I'm on my second child right now through college. Brooke graduated without a single loan. I just paid for Tyler's junior year tuition. And after four years, it'll be the same with Bailey and Ryan, who are next. I was willing to work through parent guilt to build this for them. I'm really proud of that. It's probably my greatest accomplishment and I'm grateful. And it was worth every single second. I wasn't willing for my kids to have debt once I knew I could change that, right? When we know better, we do better. I pushed through the guilt. I pushed through the adversities. I pushed through the challenges. Whatever it took, this was happening. What about the guilt of settling? Do you love what you do? Is each minute you're away from the ones you love bringing you closer to your dreams? Or are you building somebody else's dream? I was in a position that I was going to have to go back to work eventually. If I was going to be away from the ones I loved, it was going to be to build our dream life and to help others do the same. I was not willing to settle for a job that didn't light me up. I wasn't willing to commute. I wasn't willing to not be able to be with my children when they were sick or needed me. The guilt of settling kept me on course. The guilt of settling freed me and gave me permission to go out and build and become who I knew and what I knew would benefit my family. It kept me plowing through the mama guilt. When I felt mama guilt, I asked myself, what would feel worse? The guilt of missing a game or the guilt of showing my kids what settling looks like. And guess what? Out I went. I knew that my heart was in the right place. Life is always filled with choices. What about the guilt of not being able to take my family on vacations? My children love vacations. It brings us joy, the planning of it, the packing for it, the shopping for it. We love the Caribbean. We love all places. We love the memories. We love all of it. But guess what? It costs money. We all have guilt from time to time, leaving the ones we love to go out and build a professional life. However, my kids are always part of the goal. When there was a trip to be earned, they knew what it would take. The goal was everywhere. They asked how close I was. In fact, if I was home, they're like, get out. You know, they, 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 they were enrolled. I enrolled my family. They pushed me out the door. When we took trips that were personal, they knew the goal. They would hear things like, I'm working towards Disney. We're going in February. They were a part of the goal. And I want to stress again, no matter what business that you are in that is effort-based, it's just that, effort-based. When I was away from my children, that time was worth 
millions to me. So you better believe I wasn't tiptoeing through the tulips. I wasn't wasting time. I was making every minute and every second count. I was moving in the direction of my dreams. We don't get compensated on effort as an entrepreneur. We're compensated on results. And that was my goal. Now you can look at this, right? As an employee too. If you're going to be away from the ones you love, if you're, if, if it's a job that you have, be different, separate yourself, go above and beyond, right? A few episodes, I did a podcast on the extra degree, apply the extra degree in every single thing you do. So back to back vacations, when mama guilt crept up, leaving my kids to build, I had a choice, the guilt of building or the guilt of looking at my children and saying, I'm so sorry, sweet babies, no vacation this year. And guess what? Out I went. Now, I also want to say there have been trips that I set out for and I didn't do. You bet. But you better believe they saw me do my best. And when I felt like I didn't do my best, they saw me reset and readjust. They were watching. They were watching me become my best self. Not my perfect self, but my best self. What about the guilt of not being able to take time off for loved ones? My time isn't for sale. It isn't negotiable. I, I built a life. I built a business that anytime my children, a loved one or a friend needed me, I'm there. And getting back to a job, if I went back to a job, might not have provided that for me. Building my business half-assed wouldn't have provided that for me. Building my life average wouldn't have provided that for me, right? We're here to level up. When the guilt crept up of not being able to do a puzzle, when they asked if I was, as I was walking out the door, I reminded myself that this would allow me time in the future for anything they wanted. And out I went. Choose your guilt. Our choices have the power to become our children's consequences. And here is another reason why guilt shows up. Are you building whatever it is you're building to the best of your abilities? Or are you just dabbling? Are you treating your business la-di-da? And that goes back to one of my beautiful business partners, Wendy Schwartz. I love her. Okay. La-di-da. So when we do that, we aren't moving forward. We're not creating time. We're wasting time. And then we feel guilty because we're not operating to our fullest and we're sacrificing time and we're not creating results right? We feel the guilt of time away from the ones we love and not making the most of the time. And then guilt becomes this vicious cycle and we blame it on whatever it is we're out building when that's not the issue. The issue's us. What are we doing in that time? Ex- everything is an exchange. Nothing is free. Everything comes with a price. My time is precious. My time is valuable. I treat my time with respect. I was committed that if I was going to make time sacrifices from the ones that I loved, I was going to level up. I was going to play full out. I was going to be all in. And as a result, my family took me serious. They took my business serious. They took my vision serious. And they understood the sacrifices because they saw the results. They saw the growth. They saw the reward. Not only the financial, but within me, I became a better version of me. I chose my kids over my own feelings of mom guilt. I was not willing to have the guilt of knowing deep in my heart I was made for more and I didn't show my children. My mission is for my kids to believe they can do 
anything they set their mind to, to know they can create a life they love, to believe that they can love what they do for a living, to understand that anything worthwhile takes effort and time, to have an abundant mindset, to live and love personal development, to never settle, to live a life of significance, to create an impact in this world, to not look for easy, but to look for worth it, to travel and see the world, to create memories that last a lifetime. I was willing to push through the mom guilt for my children to have a bigger vision for their life. My mission wasn't to be there for every single second, but to make every single second count. And you bet I gave up some time to have all the time in the world. And my intention today is to give you permission to become your very best. When you are the best, right? You become the best parent that we can be. Show your babies, show your loved ones, show your significant other, show your friends, show your family what is possible. Raise your bar and you give others permission to raise their bar and level up their life. I love you all. So next week, here's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about how leaders don't half-ass anything. So this is going to be fun. I'll talk to you Monday. Love you, my friends. 